0: What are the facts, man? Like what base, which, which Marine base? And what time was this? Two nights
1: ago, it was roughly like
0: 825 ish at night. Um, uh, the got bombed in California. So, I do if you're familiar with the base at all, but camp can't to
1: the you I mean, so it's like a one-way road, in and out of the camp. My body's looking outside, he was looking in the sky, and then it just kind of appeared out of nowhere. And, Y'all came out and looked, and then slowly, like, 50-plus people started coming out and looking. Those lights appeared out of nowhere. Welcome to HELL!
0: team doom it's your boy Walter doom back for another episode of let's talk about horror where your nightmares and reality meet and i got my boy back all the way from michigan welcome enoch x mortis what's up brother happy to be back again oh yeah man i'm glad to have you back man you know we know this new evil dead movie came out we know we got like a little couple of other movies that came out like kids versus aliens which we are going to talk about today We're also going to talk about what's been up with you, man, you know, and also Enoch will give you guys a slasher corner movie to watch for the week. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear what you got for the people, man. I got a
2: good one. I got something good
0: for you. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So let's start off a little bit slow, man. Let's start off with some little bit like easy conversation right now. Hey, what you been up to, man?
2: Oh, I've just been, uh, you know working with this music man uh actually i'm trying to something new i'm working towards a music video and okay. instead of hiring somebody to do it i decided to just do it myself okay. uh, together, a little team and whatnot and i'm doing it paying homage to evil dead
0: so, okay okay yeah, sounds so good
2: I'm, yeah i'm, I'm gonna uh, i've been watching all of them in a studying everything, you know, behind the scenes and whatnot, trying to figure out Sam's uh, style with the camera and the special effects they used. I actually got a bunch of uh, stuff around here so I can make the Necronomicon and the Chainsaw Hand. And, you know, I'm just going to build everything from scratch and I'm going to try to give it that nice 80s home movie kind of feel, you know?
0: Oh, as you should, man. I, I can't wait to see what you come up with, you know, because your music is very interesting. You know, it draws like... A lot of like from the horror movies but it has like a story that you're telling you know just sometimes about like addiction and just like fucked up things that happen like in reality yeah i like
2: to weave you know in between reality and fantasy you know i like to you know i don't like to make music super serious you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i like i like to make my music like how i like my horror movies you know sometimes i like it super serious but sometimes i like it like trauma you know yes. I, I like i like to laugh while i'm watching a horror film you know
0: Oh so yeah, I as to, you should. I try to
2: incorporate that into the music some, you know, like you will be like super serious, and then I hit you with a line that's like, "What the hell did he just say?" Like, <laughs> <"Hey, hold on."
0: laughs> you know, I mean, like, I mean, it's definitely toes. on top of the the acid rap feel, you know, and everything yes. like that. Just totally psychedelic and everything, man. I like yeah, it. I
2: appreciate that. Yeah, I've been uh, having fun uh, testing my creativity with this. You know, I've never. Uh, worked the camera or done anything like that, directed anything. Um, but with the love of cinema that I have and you know, I study everything when I'm watching it, you know. So I think I have a pretty good grasp on how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make a storyboard. Cause a lot of people when they make a music video, they just uh wrap a song in one area and then move to the next area and move to the next and then chop it up like a compilation, you know?
1: So mm-hmm. like,
2: and then as they like bouncing back and forth. But I want to do it in a like linear story path. You know, yeah like, i got like a little movie you know what i'm saying and yeah try to figure that out hopefully it all goes good but i got high hopes i got a good group of people who are like yo i'm down i'll work the camera i'll do this i'll do that so i'll just be mm-hmm. directing i'll be directing it and doing everything myself practically but i have somebody working the camera you know and like i'm just gonna give him directions of what to do but yeah so it's, it's gonna be fun i'm I'm using certain scenes from evil dead too, like when the vines wrap around old girl and pulling her through the woods.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I remember that you know, scene.
2: That, you know, so me getting pulled through the woods, the camera right here in front, you know, I think that looked fucking sick, you know, and I'm going to like incorporate things like that here and there. Like, so if you're a fan of evil dead, you'll be like, Oh, I remember that. or Oh, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking about making all my music videos. Pay homage to my favorite films. Like the next one after this, I want to do a, is a Reanimator. You
0: know? Oh, that that's a good film. I love that film. Right? Yes, and
2: I especially mean, Barbara
0: one... Crampton too. Oh mm-hmm. man, <laughs> well, young yeah. Barbara Crampton. I mean, eh, older Barbara Crampton, she still can get it, but you know.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm just gonna like dress up as a ash. I'm gonna grow my hair out a little bit more, um, and then for the next one, I just I just do the comb over
0: put mm-hmm. the glasses
2: pull off the jeffrey comb get my white uh lab coat on <laughs>
0: yeah yes sir you know what me personally i love music videos that have like the little stories i mean I, like all the old school like r&b music videos like michael jackson's videos or like The Busta Rhyme videos that have like a certain theme, or the Missy Elliott video, telling
2: you something. You're like actually following a story. Yeah, see, that's what I prefer. You know, I prefer it to be like a little mini short film almost. You know, I think that that gives it more depth to the music instead of just some guy sitting on a car throwing money and women shaking bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess it's cool. Like, if you're like in like the club or you know putting on at a party or whatever. Oh yeah
0: definitely you're like actually just
2: trying to watch it and feel what someone's saying it's like you know easier to connect with something when they have like that like a story that you can follow you know for and sure. i feel
0: like i feel like that's where like a lot of the music the love for music videos kind of like disappear because artists Dude, yeah. aren't putting that kind of energy into those videos you know besides kendrick you know kendrick is putting those mm-hmm. that energy into those videos still um uh, childish Gambino you know his videos are very interesting to me
2: yeah like yeah. the hip-hop scene it kind of has fallen short of I'm sure it's still strong in like the in the rock scene and the metal scene I'm sure those guys still carry that trait because you know they started that you know a lot of music videos majority of them especially back in the 80s and you know 90s a lot of them were you know rock mm-hmm. and metal and you know RB and hip-hop sometimes you know do that story but not as much as the other, you know, genres did, you know, they tend to do the story more, but yeah, with hip hop, it's like, they, they do like what I was saying, you know, more of that compilation kind of thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, It's definitely fallen short over the years. Definitely.
0: Yep. But you know what? I feel like rock, they did do the same thing too. Like when it was the hair metal era. you know, like it's like, they had like the little girl, the woman just like with the big boobs, just dancing around. (laughs) the band is <laughs> yeah. just playing their songs and everything like that a B- bunch
2: of pyrotechnics and right <laughs> yeah. you
0: yeah. know it, o- it always makes me think of like married with children you know like i don't know if you ever watched that show when you were younger
1: yeah,
0: I- okay yeah so you know like kelly she usually like jumps in whenever with those bands and all that and she always want to yep. be like in those videos and everything like that yes yeah it reminds me of stuff like that that i Bands do the same thing but i get what you're saying yeah i feel like i feel like the industry itself you know kind of like moves away from the short storytelling and videos you know
2: yeah, music, yeah like plus music videos kind of died off once like mtv and like cable television started to die you know yeah um, you, you know youtube is still a great platform for them it's pretty much the only platform for them, really you know if you think about it but uh yeah a lot of, like, the industry itself, the big machine conglomerate, you know, Monopoly, those guys don't see the money in it anymore on just YouTube. Nah. You know, it used to be big bucks to have your music played on MTV because everybody was tuned into MTV. Yeah. So it was huge publicity. You know, music video is just one giant billboard, pretty much. You know, that's pretty much all it was, was, just promo. Not really making anything off of it or any much return, but it was just great publicity. And with the internet how it is now, it's not really – much of a drive to get music videos for every song like there used to be, you know.
0: Yeah, and I miss those days. You know, that, that was like a real key thing to my childhood. I, I really, I was a big music video head, you know, yeah, because me too. I, I, I was, I was an MTV kid, man. Yeah. you know? So I yeah. really love those videos with, like, you know, Pearl Jam, the Jeremy video, the Nirvana "Smells Like Teen Spirit." You know, like, yeah. like I mentioned, Busta Rhymes. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, any Busta Rhymes video, actually. Like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ludacris used to do a bunch of videos too. You know, Ludacris
1: oh, was
2: man. always yes,
0: yes. yes. The roll out it. video, man. That roll out video was yeah. it, well, bro.
2: Yeah. You, you don't know me like that? He's got those yes, big hands. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that killed me every time. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Oh, man. man. Man, but we're going to go ahead and um move on. Um, What have you been doing music? Like, like, any new music that people should watch out for? Any new songs that you got out that, uh, yeah, for people who uh, don't know?
2: Yeah, I released uh, a couple new ones this year. Uh, I released one uh, called Della Morte,
0: which... Okay. Uh,
2: is like uh texas chainsaw massacre kind of vibes going on there you know uh and then i did this one called Lycan, which is really blowing up you know like i dropped it and people have been you know i was like averaging you know a couple hundred streams a week or whatever and then i dropped that song and i was getting like five thousand streams every week and like that one That's song what's up. Was i was like damn so people have been really, really loving that one. So yeah, check that one out for sure. Um, and then the last one I just did. Um, damn, I cannot, my I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. How <laughs> <is that? laughs> what was the last song I just did? Uh Naka. Naka. That's yeah, it.
0: yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. So, you know, and uh that one has a really cool chorus I just came up with on the fly. You know, so you can find the time to check that one out. That was that one straight too. But yeah, I'm, uh, I've am i been writing nonstop. You know, I'm always writing. I got, like, journals on journals and stuff. I was actually writing last night, too. So I'm ready to record some stuff. I'm just waiting for my boy Dine the Dirtbag to send some beats over, and we get to cooking.
0: Okay, that's what's up, man. Hey, man, but when that album drop, you killing me over here, man, with that album, nah. <laughs> dude,
2: you know, that's, everybody wants that. You know, I was, somebody told me, like, dude, those last, like, six songs that you that released, you should like take those and add some songs to that and release that. Cause they all have the same kind of vibe and sound to them. And mm-hmm. I got, well, I took a step back and I like, looked at it. And I was like, wow, you know what? You're right. I didn't even, I didn't even catch that at first that they kind of do, you know, all kind of share that same territory. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: maybe I will push out something like that and get a, I want to start working on like another, like an album project too, but I still like doing the singles, you know? So it's like, yeah yeah you know I'm both at the same time and trying to do that. so I think I like what I'm planning on do is like release a single, but then uh make another one and just keep that on the back burner. and release that single, keep it on the back burner, and then release the couple singles I did put out and the ones I didn't put out together on a disc, you know, on a CD thing and then, yeah uh, yeah, because I definitely want to have a CD. I know they're not like you know, well, everybody's you know they're not top of the line anymore, but
0: yeah, you know, yeah.
2: As an artist, man, when you release that CD and you can hold it in your hands, that's like a trophy. You know that? That's like, that's like you did it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So yep. I gotta
2: got to have that, and uh, I want to take like ten of them, maybe twenty of them, and then hand make each one into a Necronomicon. You know, like oh, how that's plan- what's up. Uh... going to do the prop for the uh, music video. Yeah, and do, like, maybe the like 20 of them or something. Maybe do, like, some giveaway or something. Who knows? It might be worth something down the line. You know what I'm saying?
0: Hey, Yeah, no, no, no. It will be worth something down the <laughs> yeah, line, you know? man. We got to manifest that shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, damn straight. It
2: will be. Yeah,
0: yes. yeah. No, I can't wait to see what you do, man. Because in my head, for me, in my head, I picture more like if Enoch was to do a an album you know, it would have like again that cinematic vibe since you are a movie guy, just like you know the rest of us that yes. that are that listen to this podcast. You know, I I see like almost like a semi kind of like Eminem, Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, early day kind of like album, but with you know more more deep into the horror realm, kind of yeah, like how. 100%. Like how 100%. bone thugs did it with their sound, you know, yeah. it was more dark and and more like, I guess, um, I'm trying to look for the right word, but i I don't want to say mysterious, but <laughs> but it's more like, um it's more on that dark end of like the sound, you know, it sounds like, oh man, yeah. did I just get like into like some witchcraft or something like? You yes, know? exactly
2: man. I, you know I' really enjoyed uh, like I started making the music because. I wasn't finding any music that I wanted to hear that was uh, doing the things that I liked, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. with, with the movies, especially, you know, like I bring up movies that probably had never been brought up in hip hop before, you know, like who's rapping about Peter Jackson's bad taste. Probably not many. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. You know, like making references and metaphors based off of movies that very few people have seen. So uh, when people hear that and they like, yo, I know that movie. I love that movie you know like mm-hmm. so people build that connection with me based off of the love of the films you know and I, I that's what i like to do instead of just like dropping a jason reference every now you know or like you know people do that but when you come out and do a a movie like a sleepaway camp you know what i'm saying oh like, yeah you ain't gonna hear that
0: yeah
2: that often you know and you know these are all movies that i've used in the music you know so i think that people appreciate that you know that uh that caught you know that that, that caught feeling you know that caught
1: yeah.
2: you know when, when you meet another film collector or a film buff you know you just have that connection you know and mm-hmm. i want to be able to relay that through my music and it's been working great a lot of my fans are just diehard film people and a lot of my fans don't even like rap you know like they're yeah. more into metal or they're into other things they don't mm-hmm. listen to him but they yeah. but they listen to my music you know and i'm like yo that's fucking that means a lot like right? So I can cross the bar- borders with that, you know. Uh, yeah,
0: like yeah, you're making music for the horror fans, and I do like the fact that you are making music for us freaks and weirdos out here, you know.
1: <laughs> as,
0: yeah, actually, as I semi like to refer to our to our community, you know, we're all a bunch of freaks and weirdos. We you know we love like the movies, man. We love our horror, you know. It doesn't matter like what type of horror you're into, whether it's mainstream, indie, big horror, you know, or just like, you know, you're doing movies yourself. You know, we all have that connection with horror. And for you to come out and make music that is not really because a lot of us like to reference horror music with like heavy rock music, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: And for yeah, you to... we're
2: like or like that, or like horror core, where like yeah. it's like yeah violent music. You know, they listen to my music, there's some violence in there and whatnot, but I tend to take it more of like an intelligent way. I like to make you think, you know what I'm saying? I don't don't just rap about chopping bodies up or doing that kind of stuff. And if I ever do, I make you really think about it in a way, you know, like I like to use the, use the words and the metaphors. So when you listen to it once, you can go back and listen to it again and still catch stuff. You know, like I have people hit me up, like I listened to this song you dropped, you know, last year. And I finally understand what you meant by this, right? Caught this, you know, and I'm like, hell oh, yeah, like, that's cool that it has the replayability and still be able to catch, you know, you can catch something new in it.
0: Yep. Yep. I like it, man. I like it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: we're gonna talk about this new evil dead movie man i just recently watched it man i know you watched it when it first came out what are your thoughts man what are your thoughts so
2: right off the rip i am not disappointed at all I had high hopes going into it because Sam Raimi, once again, handpicked the director just like he did for the 2013, which was also a banger. I had this, uh going into the to the movie, I had this thought in my head. As soon as I seen that, it was Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. The first thing that I seen in my mind was Lamberto Bava's Demons 2. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, wait a second. Demons 2 takes place in the high rise. What happens? Demons break loose inside an apartment. And I'm like, are they going to show any, you know, pay any homage to that? And they they kind of did, you know, towards the end inside the parking garage, just like how Demons 2 ends, you know. And I'm like, yo, you know, so I really appreciated that. And I don't know if they drew inspiration from it or not, but
0: I'm I mean, sure they did. I'm sure yeah, they did. Know?
2: I'm sure they did too. But I was super impressed by it, you know. um, Leaving the cabin is a big, uh, a big jump, you know.
0: Yeah, so, yeah,
2: but I think it needed to happen, you know what I'm saying? We can't just keep having Evil Dead in the same location over and over again, of course, because you
0: know? it gets tired after a while,
2: exactly. So, I think there's a great move, and the special effects were off the chain, they were, yes, yes, great. Hey.
0: The like, special effects and the sound design was really like great. Like this is definitely a movie that you have yeah. to watch in the theater, yeah, I,
2: or, or have some surround sound or have some yeah really nice headphones. Like yeah, but yeah, definitely. Um, even like the beginning of it, I thought it was real nice. You know, oh
0: my god, yes. I I was wondering like, yo, how are we gonna go from this area to? You know, into exactly. the high-rise apartment. That's
2: exactly what I was thinking. I was like, "Wait, what's going on here?" And then they, they played it so smoothly too, to yes. make it so they can leave it open for a sequel without. Yes, it, it was very well done. I was like, "Wow, okay, I like that a lot." That was that was sick. And then, like the part where she rises out of the water and it says, "Evil Dead Rise Across." Yes, like, yes, now that's a fucking intro. You know, like that's yes.
0: how you do it. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I noticed like a lot of people um, posting that that title card on their stories or just like on Instagram in general. And I've always and each time when I see it, I was like, okay, I know it's from this movie, but where are they getting this picture from? When I finally saw the movie, I was like, oh, shit. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Let's do that
2: yeah i was i like the characters too um i really like the uh the dynamic between the sisters you know and oh yeah you know like how the one sister was like the rock girl you know kind of like you know her the the other sister you know definitely had that like uh i'm better kind of vibe going you know like her part of the groupie and like you know how she gets like she finally breaks like once she's the sister's turn. She's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fucking groupie. You know, you can see like, it was, there was an underlying, uh, you know, um, hostility between them, but in a loving way, you know what I'm saying? Like she didn't like being called bad and whatnot. It took like, you know, I don't know. I just kind of like how that dynamic worked there. Yeah. when once the mom got possessed, man, uh, it was really cool. I really wish that they would have showed the elevator scene. Uh, as soon as I seen her strung up, I was really, Hoping for the old vine. Oh, but yeah. It didn't happen. Or who, yeah, yeah. who knows? Like, unrated version, you know, so who knows what was cut and what, you know. So I gotta wait for that unrated director's cut to come out to really see.
0: That but part. Was,
2: I mean, it was begging for it. It was set up like it was about to happen, you know, and it happens in all of them. So I was like, oh, here we go. And then it didn't it was <laughs> no was like,
1: hey,
2: what? <laughs> so, but then again, I never really. I didn't see the 2013 in theaters, so I've only watched the unrated versions of them. So who knows? Maybe the version in 2013 when that Vine happens, maybe that wasn't shown in theaters either. So
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do like how they had like, the kids. I think they cast the kids pretty well, you know? They cast, like, the brother. I felt like the brother didn't even look like he was old enough to drive, though, but I guess he was, like, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. But yeah, they did cast the brother real, really well. They cast the daughter really well. And, you know, for her to be like, you know, you see like, she's kind of like this. I don't want to say she was a feminist, but she was very like, you know, uh, on the social protest. justice warrior. Yeah. And she's SJW. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I, super. Dude, when I seen that, I was like, oh no, it, you know, because they, they're always kind of pushing like, you know, uh, invent, uh, environmentalist or, you know, they're always trying to like and I was like, oh man, is it and then everything that happens afterwards? Oh, okay, cool. So there's like presented the character like this, but then it didn't protect her from anything, you know. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. And, I'm, like,
0: and I'm glad that, that they didn't do that, you know. I'm glad yeah. like they had her as that character, but they didn't like make it like, oh well, this is the theme of the film, or like, exactly. you know, this is how the film exactly. is gonna go. Like, you no, know, they it, stick it to what for it, it was. A
2: character, you know, as long as it doesn't overtake the rest of the you know the film, you know, yeah, I agree 100%. I was super, uh, super happy with the casting of that little girl, uh, her lisp. I
0: was yes
2: like, oh, this, yes, this. <laughs> <laughs> mommy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh man, she got the lisp and everything going on. <laughs> and then, like, the one part that I was just like, what the hell are you doing? Is when you know, she's like, let mommy in. Oh, my God. I was so mad at the
0: little girl for that. What are you
2: doing? What what the fuck are you doing? Come (laughs) on. You're watching her through the people literally eat that other child or beat it to death. and Right. Let me (laughs) let you in. What? (laughs) Come on. What would you think of the book? The book design?
0: Oh, my God. That was amazing. Also, like, I really like, like, the illustrations that they did. I do like the fact that they did keep, like, the record you know, that does the possession in the and movie.
2: Those, uh, the 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 design of the book itself with the teeth, you know, I thought that was real cool. And uh, then I uh, looked and watched this interview with the director, and he was talking about how they're, you know, they, they mentioned the three books inside that movie,
1: which yeah. I fucking love. Yeah. They, they, like,
2: brought that up, you know, and they talk about how Sam Raimi's series has the one book,
1: 2013
2: mm-hmm. has one of the books, and then this one has a book, and now they can kind of carry the story along, you know. And Bruce Campbell had come out and said that they're trying to make it so Evil Dead comes out a movie hopefully every two
0: years. Mm. Now, tell more that's, a, that's that's pretty now, cool. You
2: know, yeah, right. So, and there's no telling where they can go with these books now. Now they've, uh, you know, drawn them all together. You know, now there's like continuity. Mm-hmm. You know? It's all one thing, you know, instead of it just being like a reboot or this or this. Now they tied them all together. Now they can start opening up an evil dead universe. You know, like that'd be the shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I didn't know they had three books because as you know, I'm, 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 oh, I'm a evil dead noob. You know, I've only seen like the first movie, only saw bits and pieces of the second film. I didn't know they had like three books.
2: Well, see, that's the thing. It's like, so in the first one and the second one, there's only the the one book. But in Mm -hmm. Army of Darkness, when he goes to get the book, there's three of them on the table. One of them tries to suck him in, one attacks and bites him, and one of them is the right book. You know, so that's the only reference that they have for the three books, besides in this new one where they bring it up. So I don't know if uh, in Army of Darkness, uh, that was a setup for the three books or if they just okay that as a reference point for this new one you know what i'm saying so it's not like it wasn't anything laid in stone at all you know until they brought it up in this new movie and then but bruce campbell and sam and uh the new director and i'm pretty sure they're going to keep that director on to do the sequel for okay
0: yeah they they they, they need to keep lee cronin in in the Helms of making that film because he did a really good job with it.
2: Yeah. And uh you know, I heard that they wanted uh, Alvarez to do a, re- a sequel to the
0: 2013 one, but he instead did mm. Don't Breathe
2: Part 2. So
0: uh Don't Breathe Part 2 was like all right. It was didn't have
2: the feel of the first one. Nah. That no. this one they tried
0: they tried to make him into a hero. That's why.
2: Yeah, and I was like like, what about the first movie? Yeah, see what that guy was doing, right?
0: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> he was, like, inseminating people in his basement. Right,
0: right.
2: Uh, yeah, he, he, I was, like, a, I had a really hard time with that one. Because I'm sitting there like, I'm supposed to, like, he's the he's the protagonist now? Like, I don't get what's going on with that. Like, that's, I don't know. I guess he's, like, an anti-hero, you know, I guess. Yeah. Well, worst, see,
0: that's, worst that's, that's two what. two evils. Yeah, well, see, that's what um, Rob Zombie did with um, Three from Hell, you know, and I didn't like how they tried to make the the Firefly family into more of like the anti-heroes, you know, when they were battling, uh, I forget who they were battling, I forget the, the dude's name, but they were battling his character and they were making them into like some sort of like heroes that we wanted to cheer for, but I'm like, dude, these people are like sexual assaulters and yeah, I know, and they, like, and murderers, like God,
2: man. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they are glorified in a way, which I mean, and a lot of times you do side with the bad people in the horror films, you know, depending yeah. on what it is. Everybody of loves Freddy Krueger. Of course, and what the hell was Freddy Krueger? You know, like Freddy Krueger right. was. Uh, <laughs> the worst of the worst you know? yeah yeah and you got action figures and everything else you know people love that but it's so i mean but with the with that you know i wish he would have said the evil dead too you know i felt like yeah, that yeah.
1: 2013
2: one was so beautifully made like i love that film and i thought it was like honestly one of the best remakes i've ever seen in my life just he, he killed it and then with his evil dead rise I really hope that this director does stay on board and just keeps pushing out some more of this Evil Dead because, man, it's been what ten years. I mean, we got the Ash versus yeah. Evil Dead, which is incredible, but then that got cut short right at the best part possible, you mm-hmm. know? Because are you seen that, right?
0: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't watched that show before.
2: Okay, well, I won't. I won't ruin it. But at the uh, end of the series, where they cut it off, you know, there's a part where it's like the opposite of army of darkness. Instead of him going back in time, mm. he ends up going forward and then they just cut it. So you don't even get to see what's popping on that. end. And I'm like, no oh, man. So, <laughs> and like that, that hurts so bad. And I've been like waiting for this evil dead rise for ever since I heard about it last year, you know? And yeah, it did not disappoint me. I was super, uh super into it. I love the ending. The, that, that creature uh, yep. the borderline brian using society monster thing going on like i was like
0: mm-hmm.
2: yes yes they're they sort of melting into each other and yeah that, yep. was real I, I
0: love it i love it Yep. hey right now i believe it made like about 300 million worldwide in the box office so yeah hopefully we get a sequel coming soon all right yeah. so, let, so let's go ahead and move over well move <laughs> On to the next topic that we're going to talk about Kids versus Aliens, man. We're going to give y'all a review, man. We just, we've been talking about this movie for like a minute. I remember when you brought it up, I saw the trailer and read about it like maybe a couple of weeks before you brought it up to me. And yes. I was like, yes, yes, I want to see this. Yes.
2: Right? Yeah, definitely. Stupid horror movies.
0: I want the stupidity. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> so yeah we're gonna go ahead and tell you guys some of the things that we liked about this film some of the things that we dislike and you know if we have some things that we thought could have been better about this film we will definitely tell you what our thoughts are about that so let's go ahead and talk about some of the things that we like what were some of the things that you like what what are some things that come to mind
2: uh i love the lighting okay yeah i love the lighting that they used in that i really enjoyed that um I also really enjoyed the uh practical effects. You know, I love. Yes,
0: yes, loved it they, was real they, good. They chose
2: to do that, you know, instead of CGI. Yes. And, uh, let's see. What was the other? See another thing that I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed the, um. That one kid. Uh. The short, chubby little kid.
0: Oh, I think, Jack! Jack, I think, I
2: think that he was the yes. best, best of the show. You know, yeah, he didn't, have, he didn't play a big part or anything, but he was, he, you know, he was just like the comic relief in a sense. You know, he was just there at the right time. He was, he was, he was the best.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that 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 was. Um, some of the things that I liked about this film, I do like the fact that they had Billy, a uh, a uh, 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 character that you just love to hate you know like they did not you not know, like, give him that borderline like okay he's bad but you know he has this trauma no, they, yeah 100% douche
2: you yeah know,
0: like... i love that they went with that because i at the end of the movie when he got his comeuppance i was like yes fuck this motherfucker up <laughs> i'm tired <Yes>. of him. <laughs> you know because it's like, if you think about like, all like the little funky little teen movies that deal with like bullies like that or guys like that, it's always like, they kind of give him like this little story where like, oh, he comes from an abusive household. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, like Kenner
2: like, like Bowers in the uh It franchise, you know? Yeah,
0: like, yeah. Well his, uh,
2: his dad beats him or his dad's mean to him, you know? And it's like, oh, now you got a little bit of sympathy for the guy. But in this one, it's just like, nah, this guy just sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I I love that they did that with him. I do, just like you. I love the practical effects. I love like how they did like you know how they were killing the aliens. You know they put them like through the tree and all that. Yes. Get the little practical effects. You get like the actual like little toy. Well, not the toy knife, but little uh prop knife going through the aliens and all that. It's it was the, it was the
2: so transformation cool. of that dude's homeboy.
0: Yes. And now the thing that I like was like, just like how they puked on the people and people was just like, you see, Oh yeah, that that
2: was was sick. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah. And it was just like, you see like the little transformation and everything. Oh my God. I was like, yo, they really, they was, they were in their, they were in their bag when they were like, yeah, we're going to do this practical effects thing. We're not going to do no CGI. We're not gonna make it look like cheap special effects or anything like that. Now we we're gonna do this practical effects right, you know. Yeah,
2: the 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 director uh, is the same guy who did Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh,
0: so he's, okay. So he's
2: he's got uh he's got his hand in that, you know. He knows. That. And also, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, I'm pretty sure that uh J Rock from Trailer Park Boys was in that. Did you see him?
0: Uh, no, I haven't seen Trailer Park Boys before. Oh,
2: yeah. But see, he, the director is friends with all those guys, so when Hobo was shotgun, he had Ricky from Trailer Park Boys, and that you know, so he's like, okay,
0: okay, yeah, he
2: like throws them in his films here and there, it's like little tiny rolls And I was like, Oh, that's super cool! So, yeah, that's another thing I caught. I was like, Oh, nice, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Canadian too, the director.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the last thing that I do like about this film is that is the alien Dallas the kid that was like friends with Billy and everything yeah yes, yes. yeah the alien Dallas oh my god that motherfucker was crazy with yeah he had like clothes.
2: some funny Cooper claw things going on <laughs>
0: yes yes man, that, was man. that was really good oh man that it, it was like chef's kiss man I was like yes, yes. yeah they,
2: they really did that um the guy uh I don't know who worked on the special effects, but I know that he, the guy who, the director is really good friends with the director from Psycho Gorman.
0: Oh, yeah. you yeah. kind of
2: seen some of the...
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And yeah. that guy also worked on The Void. I don't know Oh,
0: if you, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, all the, monsters the, from the Void. Yeah, The uh, Void. Yeah, The Void. Oh, man, that, that was another crazy-ass movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: in that movie, there's one scene that just lives in my head. It's when they go downstairs and that guy's just headbutting that pole. Oh, go- my God. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. Like,
0: nah, the one, the one that really is living in my head, which I thought you were going to say, also was the one when they come in contact with that monster and it has like, I forget whose head was attached to that monster, that, but that girl's head? yes. Oh my yeah. god, that shit was so crazy. I was like, yeah, yo. Was... <laughs> yeah, that movie, that movie,
2: I-, I was really hoping that they'd like do more like a sequel or something. Cause
0: yeah, yeah. The
2: fact that it like ran under the radar as hard as it did for so I'm like, Duh. underrated. It's, underrated like, underrated dude, as fuck, yeah, man. If, you're, if you enjoy practical effects, that movie has it all for you.
0: Like, yeah, I mean. so good. Yeah. yeah,
2: With this, uh, so what we move on to what we don't like now.
0: Yes, we are, sir. So, what are some things you didn't like?
2: Uh, the length. Yeah. It was too short. It was an hour and what, twelve minutes or fifteen minutes? Yeah. It was super short, and then that leads to another thing: timing. I felt like it might have been a little. They could have spaced out some stuff. I felt like it was just like really pushing forward because of how short it was. Like if they would have gave it like an extra, you know, twenty five minutes on the clock you could have kind of spaced out some of them scenes a little bit more because the party scene especially just kind of like just zooms by so fast.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, it just comes out of nowhere, honestly. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, I wish that they would have had more of a build there, which I don't understand why it was so short because it's like, now we're at 15 minutes. Like, that's drastically short for a whole feature film, you know? I was like, man. Mm-hmm. I
0: think I was it was really probably budget. Like, that's why.
2: Yeah. I mean... I don't know, because you look at how the camera they use and stuff, I feel like they could have did some pickup shots and added it in there, you know, but mm-hmm. who knows, you know, that's that's a that's what, that's what big thing for me, is the timing. And, uh, um, let's see what else. Uh, I don't know, I think, I think that might be it. Well, I guess some of the acting, some of the acting was a little bit like subpar, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you could kind of excuse the acting sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I think for me, like, the biggest thing was, like, just to piggyback on what you're saying about the acting, was more like the acting by the little brother. I was so, I don't know who was more annoying, was this little brother or the kid from the Babadook, <laughs>
2: you know? Oh, yeah, 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 man. yeah, yeah, I was on that same tip. Uh, You know, like coming from Hobo with a shotgun, have you seen that? You I know? have
0: not. I have not. Okay.
2: If okay, if watch that film and compare that to this, and you will see that uh com- he kind of dropped the ball compared to like Hobo with a shotgun is non-stop and it is so it's well acted, and it's dude, hmm. the shots are beautiful, the everything's just amazing. And I felt like it he didn't push it as hard as he did, like the cinematography in uh Hobo with a shotgun is fucking gorgeous, and in this one. It's not as it's not as uh beautiful, you know. It's like inside that uh garage, or it's in the yeah. woods, or it's in the lake, or the alien thing, you know. And there's not much uh, not much a uh, detail in the set as compared to like the other films, you know. Like other films, are like, no. really, like uh, almost like borderline toxic Avengers street trash kind oh, of. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I love that.
2: So I was super excited to see that kind of stuff again, and then he didn't implement it in this film. And it, mm-hmm. it wasn't as hardcore, you know, like this film had some good effects and some good kills, but yeah, compared to Hobo with a shotgun, it's nothing. Hobo with a shotgun is so over the top and just you know, just everywhere. It's everything that I love, you know, like and in this one, I don't think he like I don't know what he was trying to go for. If feels like just trying to go for like a softer because it's definitely softer than uh it,
0: it feels more like a Steven Spielsberg. You know, yeah, like, like like a Steven Spielberg one to remake ET. You know, <laughs> yeah. like,
2: so like if they took away the scene where they're melting the people's faces off, and mm-hmm. maybe a couple other scenes that were like that, you could almost put that movie out as like a Monster Squad. Yeah, you know, like that PG thirteen. You know,
0: oh kind of yeah, because there's only like yeah. those couple
2: scenes that really would have made it R rated. You know. Yeah. Yeah, if you just eliminated what two or three scenes, then it would have been PG thirteen for sure. You know, so yeah, it's definitely a lot softer than his other works.
0: Yeah, I think for me, also another thing that really, I it, I guess it was it was probably needed for the film, but I feel like it wasn't needed. Was when they killed off Jack, man. I know it's kind yeah. of a bit of a spoiler for anybody who haven't seen it, but you know, just to see him get killed. I, I did not enjoy that as much. I was like, he was the funniest. Yeah.
2: And I didn't like the setup for his death either. Like no. It just happened so quickly. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Just like I was like, uh I wish they would have like built that a little bit more. Cause then like, they happen so fast. They like attack him, wrestle him, fall back, dude gets up, and then stab, him. and then you know, it's like, oh that's wow, what the hell? He just died, like
0: you yeah. know. Yeah, and, and then he gets killed by the douchebag. He I know killed-
2: I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, by the worst person at least like let an alien take him out like come on
0: right right I, I don't know man like i mean i enjoy kids versus aliens but at the same time it's like it felt like they were fighting more billy than the aliens you know yeah, no
2: 100 percent, 100 percent. and uh you know i have a i have this uh like, qualm with uh, films that like Smile, for instance, like oh they had that amazing God. monster. They had that amazing monster at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the
2: problem. That was my problem. You have this amazing monster, but you only utilize it for five minutes. You know, I yeah. would have, I would have had way more fun watching Smile if they took that monster and made it like almost like a pumpkin head kind of vibe, where that thing came after you instead of just them smiling. You know, like I would have enjoyed that way more. But you know, that's just me. I love monsters and practicals effects and stuff. You know. So yeah, I wish they would have done that more, too, because, like, the aliens, like, you see the aliens and stuff, and, but, like, like we talked about, there's only a few scenes in there where they utilize the practical effects, even though they are amazing,
1: mm-hmm. I appreciate
2: it, but I wish they would have just jam-packed it like they did with, uh, uh, Psycho Goreman or Hubble Oh,
0: yeah, Psycho Goreman was very underrated when it came out, too. It was one of my favorites in, um, uh, when was it, like, 2020, but, right? Yeah, came- yeah.
2: Yep, 2020, I believe, or 2019, but I think 2020.
0: Yeah. Um, The
2: the director came out and said that he is uh, working on a sequel.
0: I can't wait. That movie is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yes. I know, dude. So good. It's like adult (laughs) Power Rangers for horror fans. That's that's literally what I was thinking when I first watched it. I was like, yo, this is like Power Rangers, but a horror, (laughs) you know? Yeah, dude,
2: it's so good, man. They got like that—that uh, that washing machine of body parts. Yeah, it's like, it's like a space pirate alien thing, dude. Amazing! I'm like, what the fuck? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> and like that bronze, like 1800 swordsman guy. Yes,
0: you know? yes.
2: <laughs> I-, I love that. I thought that was so cool. You know, just this like group, this little gang of just complete weirdos. Just, There's just like right. What the- what can we make that's just super crazy over the top? You know, like oh, let's do this, like, dude. Yes,
1: I love right. it. are like,
2: sitting at that table, that council, the council. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> and, uh, one of my favorite scenes in there is just uh, from those guys and that one dude's eating those like gummy worm things.
1: Yeah, and the other yeah, yeah.
2: Mad at him, he's like, ah, you gonna eat them, don't, you know, don't eat them all or whatever. He's like, <laughs> stuffing his mouth. <laughs> I don't know why. I just love that scene so much. I'm like, dude, because it has nothing to do with anything. It's just just put it in there. It was, I love it, like, dude. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: I do. I do. For me, I enjoyed like the little dynamic between like Psycho Gorman and the little girl. You know, she's like PG. You can't kill people, dude. Like, but the, <laughs> but that's so what I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> so
2: good. The dad is a. Uh, the dad is actually uh, what was he? I think he was the the, the writer of the story. The dad. Okay. In the movie? Okay. Yeah, okay. He's, that's he's in a up. lot. of... The, He's in, like, a lot of movies with those guys. They're, like, a group of dudes who all work together and whatnot. They did another movie called Man Board before that. Okay, yeah. To- yep, oh, yeah. Oh,
0: Tubi, of course. <laughs> yep.
2: And uh, I love that dad in there. You know, he's like, the wife's like, you need to get a job. You need to work. He's like, you don't love me?
1: <laughs>
2: <Yep>. <laughs> it's so good, you know. And uh, Or, like, when that lady comes to pick up Psycho Gorman. She's like, don't you drive away in that truck?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: like,
0: like, dude. Oh man, I I like the fact uh when um, they were showing him the magazine. Well, showing him like all like the items in the house, dude. and they showed him the magazine. They're like, this is the magazine of hunky boys, and he was like, hunky boys, huh? And he I was love so it. interested like, in that. I don't like hunky boys,
2: or, <laughs> or do, do I? I? <laughs> <laughs> or when she destroys the
1: magazine, and he's like, yeah, "My no, honky my <laughs> he's like, Yes, yes,
0: yes. Dude, <laughs> so good. Oh, that that line lives in my head, Rip Free Man. <laughs> masterpiece,
1: a
2: fucking masterpiece. Dude. Oh, I, wish
0: would, yeah, see, I wish they would.
2: yes, I wish they would have added like that type of comedy and stuff into this kids versus the aliens. They would have said it over the top.
0: Oh you know? yes. I mean, it was it was like. They were kind of going for the over-the-top feeling with the kids, you know, cussing a lot, and mm-hmm. you know, doing all the things that like they were doing. But they, it seemed like they were kind of like afraid to push that needle even more.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're definitely like they're putting it from the gas, but then letting up, you know, a little bit, and they put it down a little bit more, and they let it up, you know, instead of just flooring it and just letting it go.
0: Yeah, but but again, like I said before, with my my dislike for this film. You know, although they were doing all that, man, that little brother, man, uh, I wish they got rid of him. (laughs) His acting was so bad. Like most of his lines was either he was screaming the lines or he was kind of like whispering the lines. And I'm just like, yo, this kid does not have range. Like he's just yelling.
2: (laughs) Yeah, And the other kids were, you know, fine. You know, I was just like. Yeah, I I feel you. He was always like, yeah, he's always screaming.
0: Like, yeah, I and
2: then every time he's like mad and he's screaming. Like, and yeah. then I
0: think he forgot that his hand was in a cast at some point. I think he forgot his character was supposed to be in a cast because then he started grabbing stuff. I'm like, yo, is your hand supposed to be like broken or something? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that, that slipped right on. My, I didn't even catch that. That's funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, man. Alright, um, but well, I'm pretty sure like all the things that we said we disliked was like things that could have been better but is there anything else that you thought could have been better with this film?
2: Um, no, not, not besides what I said, you know just add, make it longer and it added more uh, you know, a uh, little bit of comedy and a little bit more gore scenes but I mean besides that, you know out of like a five star, I give it like a three you know, it wasn't it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't horrible. You know, But it, it was good. It was straight. It, it, it was, was definitely fun. good. Yeah, but you know, like coming from a what I what I think that it could have been because I mm-hmm. know that he has the connections to use utilize, like the director mm-hmm. from PG, and you know, I feel like he could have he could have up here, but for some reason, it just fell a little bit shorter than it should have.
0: Yeah. I, i'm with you on that it, it, it's a three in my book also i feel like it should have been a lot better than what it was um especially since like they were kind of making it more of an adult thing um movie with kids it. but
2: the yeah they hyped it up yeah I like, oh. yeah i agree 100 percent.
0: yeah but other than that, I mean, yeah, if anybody, if y'all want to check out that movie, I mean, yeah, it's definitely on Shudder AMC+. Plus. Um, definitely check it out. Um, if you guys like it, make sure you add that into the comments section if you're listening to this on YouTube.
2: Started here, and then he flew and curved down this way. Here's another one right here. You see him flying right over our heads, pointing it right at him, and now he's turning.
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah, you see him. Yeah, I just it just flashed.
0: I'm I'm lasering at him, and he's curving. Shit. Since we are talking about kids versus aliens, and we're talking about aliens in particular what are some of your favorite alien movies
2: all right um number one the classic you can't really talk about alien movies without bringing this up The okay the thing john carpenter the
0: thing okay love it love
2: some of the best practical effects ever you know the transformations everything love it amazing Uh,
0: okay yes see right now number one and this is in no particular order for me Um, but number one, I have is District Nine. I love District Nine. It's a movie that it shows like the division between like
2: classes, yeah,
0: between classes and races and everything like that. You know, like how they treat the aliens is kind of like how you know, black people or people that are in like different countries where they have like a division,
2: yeah, you know, yeah, 100%. It was a great commentary on that whole how society works you know and it, it was mm-hmm. it was it was smart to use the aliens like that because then they could push the borders on how they showed you stuff you know yeah and then, you can, then people can resonate with it and put whatever whoever or whatever they want in the replace of the alien you know so it was a great commentary on society
0: Yeah, so for- yep and i do like the fact like in the middle of the film like the guy who's documenting all of this he becomes one of the aliens and he sees firsthand how like the aliens are being treated so he now sympathizes with them i do like the fact they did that in the film yeah yeah that was that was a classic for me
2: yeah i like that too that's a good one all right um next for me is one of my all-time favorite alien films ever it's the one i watched the most by far and that's sliver.
0: Ah, okay, okay. I haven't seen that film yet. That's that one is on my list too, man.
2: Oh my, dude, Slither is <laughs> so good. Uh, it's an early James Gunn film. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: You know, in a, of course, you know, coming from trauma, he uh, put a lot of his uh, people in there. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman is in the film. He plays a drunk at the police station.
1: Oh, that's you know, funny. <laughs> it's
2: and, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's amazing, dude. The special effects in this are over the top. Like, for sure, you need to watch this. It is, uh, it's amazing. I'm surprised you haven't watched it yet. It's yeah, so
0: good. It, it's definitely one of the films that are like on my list that I'm like, yo, I'm I'm gonna watch this. Like this, it's not a film that I'm like avoided. It's, it's a film like, okay, I'm going to watch this one day. You know, that's literally what it is.
2: I, I watch it like four times a year, probably, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's pretty decent, you know, for any film, you know. But yeah, I, I just love it, man. It's it's a perfect blend of practical effects in uh, horror and comedy. You know, it's like it's it's just it's perfectly balanced, and
1: yeah.
2: uh, you will have a hard time watching that movie and not laughing,
1: and okay, I have a hard time
2: yeah. in, in, watching it and not going like, "Whoa, how the hell they make that?" what well, you know so yeah it, it's a roller coaster you know you'll definitely have some reaction watching it for sure
0: okay that's what's up all right next on my list that I'm gonna add, i want to add oh and by the way um everybody that's listening i know like i put district nine um we're doing alien movies in general so sometimes the movies aren't going to be horror related they probably will be falling under the genres of sci-fi or thriller just so you guys probably won't get angry in the comments (laughs) in case we got some angry people out there but um next on my list that I got this one is a classic it's a big blockbuster one but the only reason why I liked it because it it holds very very dear to my heart since I was like a kid and that's Independence Day man Will Smith, man, like fighting them aliens. Manlians Yep, 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 man the reason why we celebrate Independence Day man, and I don't know how many times I've watched this film as a kid, but I've watched it a lot and especially since I used to have cable back then, back in the days you know, I don't know if you had cable back then They
2: they would play that movie a lot
0: They were, they um, were, it was impossible to not watch that film, man.
2: Yeah, it was everywhere
0: yeah, so that was one of my biggest favorites of all time, you know. And and as a kid, I was a fan of Will Smith as an adult. Uh, it's kind of hard to like the man right now. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you there. 100%. I mean, at least with the past, uh Four or five years, it's kind of hard to like the man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's more so like on his personal like than yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Than it's his career or the films he's been taking. It's just hell
0: Yeah, <laughs> stuff. yeah, man. But again, like I know it's a bigger budget, but man, I love the the effects in that film, especially when like the aliens destroy like all those buildings, the White House, everything like that. Oh my god, that shit is so crazy. Um, especially with the alien ships, those, the 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 ship design them itself and the design inside yes. of the ships, yes, fucking amazing, man. Yeah,
2: they they whoever designed that is a genius because that is like timeless.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. I really enjoyed that, and of course, I mean Will Smith <coughs> himself, man. Will Smith, Vivica A. Fox in there, yeah, yeah. Smith too. Yes. Yep. Jeff Goldblum, man, you know, that I feel like that made Jeff Goldblum even more infamous and more of a yeah. internet meme today because of <laughs> that movie, you know, definitely. So, yeah, definitely. Independence Day is like my number two on the list.
2: All right. Well, mine is one that you might know, you might not. A lot of people might not know it, but it's called Without Warning.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, I haven't heard that one. What's that one about? It's a
2: nineteen eighties movie about uh like people uh like camping or whatever, and uh this alien happens, you know. It's it a lot of predator, the movie Predator. It took a lot of stuff from this movie to because Predator came out seven years later, you know. And yeah, this is like yeah. a movie that doesn't get the respect it deserves. It's super fucking good. There's then this giant alien who like seven foot tall like the classic big head and... uh he has this cape uh thing that he wears, like a cloak. Yeah. And the way they use the alien in this, like you like see him like flashes, like it is really good. Like the final battle, uh them fighting him, you know, like the lighting him on fire like doing all this crazy stuff. It's like really well made. And my favorite thing about the film is the alien has these little frisbees,
1: right? Mm-hmm.
2: They're like flesh frisbees with hooks type yeah. things. And they're, they're, they're like alive, they like, fly around, they're like flying like attached to people's necks and like sucks into them and like starts like Mm -hmm. yeah draining them and stuff but uh yeah without warning it's a it's a trip if you like classic horror and really uh low budget even though it's low budget it's really good and independent you know like the guy who made it uh he gets like no like respect for it like no one ever talks about it or anything so if you ever find the time just look it up it's it's worth it it's good
0: Okay, definitely. I'll definitely try and check that out without warning. All right, my number 3 that I have right now, um it's a recent film. It came out last year. It's the Predator movie Prey. And I really did enjoy that one. That was that was probably like maybe not the number 1 movie, but it was up there one of my top favorites from last year's um collection of movies that came out because I really did enjoy the story about um Nauru's journey about trying to become like a warrior of her tribe and everything like that.
2: Like the tie-in, the tie-in part two. That yep. Was yep. Oh, yep, yep,
0: yep. That, yep. The yep. Gun, that yep.
2: was smooth. I was yep. like, okay, and I tip my hat a little bit to that.
0: <laughs> yep. I love yep.
2: when they do that stuff.
0: Yep. Yep. So I yeah, I definitely like that little Easter egg too. Because when I was on my predator binge watch before I watched Prey. I noticed the gun um when I saw Predator 2. And I remember and I remember seeing the date on it. And when I was yeah. watching um Prey, I was like, wait a minute. I, I think that's a tie-in right there. So definitely I do like that tie-in. Um I do like the relationship between Naru and her brother Tabe, you know, and it was tragic to see him go, man. I was like, damn, they they killed the homie eh man, <laughs> but um, yeah, I did like him. Um, I do like the bit of the Predator prehistoric design that they did, they made him look futuristic, yeah, like but not too futuristic, no, yeah, you know?
2: exactly. Yeah, you know, because he's like wearing what you would find around, you know, I like that, you know, yeah, he's like wearing bones and like looking a uh, like almost like Mad Max style, you know,
0: yes, yes, yeah. man, yeah, I feel like that movie. For a for a movie that was on that came out on Hulu, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought it was going to be terrible. I thought it was going to be terrible as well. And then I was pleasantly surprised when I watched I it. I, just,
2: I feel like it should have had a theatrical release. I think it would have been it should have. It would have done all right, you know. But you know, modern day, you know, streaming era, you know. Yeah. You know, so, I'm just happy we got it, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what you got next on your list, bro?
2: Uh, This movie is dear to my heart. Um, It is a movie that I watched as a child and it really stuck with me throughout the rest of my life. They live. They
0: They live. live. Okay.
2: It made me take a step back and say, holy hell. We all programmed. You know, like you see them paying with the money that says this is your God. You know, the billboards say reproduce, you know, and then Eat eight hours, uh, uh, like sleep eight hours, work eight hours, play eight hours, you know, and like just seeing the the subtle messages in there, you know, and it's like, wow, you know, John Carpenter really opened my eyes and probably a thousand other people to like, who's really running everything? Are we slaves to this system? Are we, you know, being played and used like this? And to this day, I still think, yeah, you know, I think 100%. Like you can watch that movie more as a, you know, as a documentary on what's going on in the world than just mm-hmm. the alien sci-fi film that's got this huge underlying reflection of our society. It's fucking crazy, you know?
1: And,
2: yeah. Like, I had a buddy who watched it for the first time uh last year with me, and after it, he was like, like, yo, you know, like, this is, this is insane, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it kind of messed with his head a little bit. He's like, wow, that is, that was like, super real I was like yeah I know man
1: and it's almost (laughs) kind
2: of like borderline depressing to watch because you're like wow this is really what's going on (laughs) you know it's a great movie nonetheless you know Roddy Roddy Piper you know chewing bubble gum and kicking ass
0: (laughs) oh man I think you have me at Roddy Roddy Piper right now
2: (laughs) yeah so good have you seen it
0: no, I haven't seen it. That's also on the list, man.
2: Oh, okay. See, I was I was talking like you've seen it. I see. So he puts on them glasses, you know, and he can see what the world really is. So the billboards are showing the programming, you know, it's like telling you, you know, eat eight hours sleep, you know, it's telling you to reproduce. The money looks like money, but when he puts on these special glasses, it says, this is your God. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, some people are human, but some of them are like these weird alien creatures, you know?
1: Yeah, and
2: he like goes into the shopping uh, center and they he's like looking at him you know he's like freaking out about it and he takes his glasses off and they look like normal people
1: when he puts mm-hmm. the glasses on he can
2: see and then they like you know they flip up their watch like we got one that can see you know, all of a sudden the police are swarming him and like some of them are regular police officers but some of them are aliens you know and the police officers don't know what they're doing because you know they just think they're going after this bad guy but they don't know why and you know now that's another thing in society you know this, they might be good police officers, but they just go and do what they're told, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. that's another fucking, you know, play on uh, how things work. So dude, check it out. It is, it is insane about how they control people with the television and the radio frequencies that they use to control. And dude, like there's so many layers and so much depth to the movie that I'm surprised that it was even like able to be released if the hires up and people who rule this world were like, yeah, that's great, because it's like, <laughs> if you watch it, you're just like, wow, like, this is I'm, really how it rolls.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure like, they don't think like, I don't know, maybe somebody was like, I don't think anybody would get this <laughs> or like, it wouldn't be that big. Dude, you know, yeah, exactly. Sometimes... It's like
2: the the entire movie, it's not even, the entire movie. just one giant metaphor for how we are controlled and ruled by upper class.
1: Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Hell. Yeah, it's
2: so good, man. If you get it, definitely get a chance. I mean, I know you like John Carpenter, and honestly, like people always bring up Halloween as like his best or whatever. Which, yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah. I think his best, you know, or or the Fang, but honestly, they lived in me is his best film he's ever made because it's so powerful and so real, even though it's Roddy Roddy Piper, you know, <laughs> it's goofy,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And he's rocking this crazy hair mullet thing going on. He's got super tight jeans and big muscles, you know. But it's underneath all that. It's so cool. There's like one guy who knows what's going on. And it's this homeless dude who's like broadcasting, mm. you know. And there's like a group of people. And they're like broadcasting on the TVs trying to wake people up with this predictive, with like uh, audio repetition programming. You know, yeah. they just keep trying to wake people up from the simulation that we're placed in. And dude, so sick, man. And then the cops raid that place and you try to kill those people for trying to help awaken the other. Dude, yeah. Check it out. It's a, it's a trip. It's so crazy. When you're watching it and you're just like, oh my God, wow. So definitely. Yeah,
0: that, that, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
2: I want to roll, bro. <laughs> All
0: right. Next up on my list that I have, this one is actually a segment from a movie compilation, VHS. I do like, and this is from VHS one. So, so yeah. Yeah. You know, which segment I'm talking about. Yep. The the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger, man. I love that segment. That was, that shit was so crazy. I like the story that, you know, she's talking to this guy that you think like, she's just in like this full fledged, like inappropriate relationship with, by the way. And yeah. you know, he's telling her like, oh, yeah, we're long distance. We're living like so far apart, which I'm wondering, like, how do they go about like when he's in town? Like, does he just drive to the airport and just hang out there and be like, hey, I'm in town. Let's hang out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy to me because they're literally in the same apartment building. But um, yeah, I like that little story. And it's like. The crazy thing that happens to her, you know, she gets like this little object. And then later you learn like in the film, like it's literally like some kind of pregnancy tracking device or whatever. And so she's having like a half-breed alien child. And that shit was madness. I was yeah. like, yo. And then you see like the little alien dudes that walk around. They so funny looking. That shit made me laugh, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I
2: love those. Uh, I love VHS1. I love VHS two is good. I love that one, but I feel like that series just starting to just kind of teeter. You know, I'm like, you I know, like, you see the newest one.
0: The newest one I feel like brought the series back a little bit. You know, yeah, actually, that, 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 the two, actually, the last two actually.
2: What was the one before that? Viral.
0: Viral was terrible.
2: Horrible, man. I was terrible. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, like ninety four and ninety nine were really good. Like they they kind of brought back the series. I think I ninety nine. Oh yeah, ninety nine no, is the newest. The newest one is ninety nine, bro. Oh yeah, see,
2: I thought they were. On, yeah, the last one I seen was ninety four.
0: Oh yeah, man, ninety nine is the newest one, bro. You gotta check oh, that shit. one out. Yeah,
2: I'm, wait, I'm about to write that down. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that came out. I don't know how. Yeah.
0: yeah, that one came out. I believe last year. Yeah, it came out last year because it was on my list of top movies of last year. But yeah, oh. viral. I I feel like everybody has a collective agreement about viral. Like viral was like the one movie that uh, it wasn't that well produced or made.
2: Yeah, I mean, like even VHS one, you know, it had like that dark feeling to it. You know, oh, like
1: yeah, yeah, it was
2: it was mean spirited, and I really appreciated that. You know,
0: yeah, and,
2: yeah. I feel like viral is just kind of like really lighthearted compared to. Compared to that, you know, and yeah, that definitely fell short. But if you if you're recommending this '99 and it was bringing it back, I'll check it out.
0: Oh yeah, man, it does. It definitely does. All right, what's last on your list, bro? All
2: right, well, it was tied up. Um, I I had a
0: tied up too. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So um, the one that I will choose over, I mean, I'll I'll tell you on both, but the one I have uh, is the faculty.
0: That was that was one of the movies that was tied up, bro. That I fucking crazy. love that
2: movie. Yes, dude. yes.
0: yes. Are
2: you me? Zeke, he's on there cooking that for he's cooking his special recipe. <laughs> yeah, oh, get out of here! And it just happens to be the one thing to save everybody. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like it's like a dare ad, you know, like the fucking dare drug thing, but in reverse. You know, it's like it is like coming out in the what was was that 99 or something right? it was it was like early
0: i i, I want to say it was i'm trying to think where was i when this movie came out i believe i was in middle school so it might have been like 96 97 if not the latest probably like 2001
2: oh good dude so underrated uh isn't john john singleton right isn't he the uh, uh
0: i can't remember who did um that movie but oh wait no no
2: no no who who's who's the doctor I mean, not the doctor, the teacher. I can't think of his name.
0: I can't think of it either. I can't even picture him right now. Yeah, I Yes, Compro remember...
2: John Stewart. Right.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he plays the teacher who uh who has the the thing in his uh fish tank, and he, they chop his fingers off.
0: Yep, that... yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love that film and the cast, the acting. Dude,
0: yes, that's yes. Josh Hartnett was in it. What Usher was in it. Oh, it had oh that, man!
2: It had that like perfect high school dynamic. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, like like, like it was like because it came out during the hype where like all those like teen uh, romantic comedy comedies yeah, were it, coming out. You know, it kind of took that that premise but turned it into more of the horror realm with with aliens and shit, man.
2: Dude, and like every person who had any scream time was amazing i mean selma hayek was in it um
0: yep yep the
2: the coach the football coach i mean he stole the show too i mean just so much energy you know every character killed it perfectly
0: yes you know? and yes. i really
2: wish i knew what happened to that actor, zeke who played an h20 mm-hmm. who played a michael myers nephew what yeah. happened to that dude man like i haven't seen him Like, i want to see him in those two movies i swear and i, I that's it and i'm like damn really like that dude is
0: the shit. <laughs> yeah man yeah i have to
2: look that up i wonder like if something happened to him or i've never seen him in anything else besides those two
0: I yeah mean, damn
2: but uh yeah the faculty man such a great film that, that
0: what was, was that it? the one that won the fifth spot
2: uh yeah the other one i had for it was Extro.
0: oh okay i haven't seen that one
2: yeah that one's just a uh, that one's very strange uh half the is about Alien, I and mean, then there's, like, this part about, like, this like weird clown they dream thing. It's <laughs> oh, oh shit. But the Alien in it is so fucking so cool and so different. You know, it walks on all fours, and then yeah. they had the guy walk back, like, on, so they had him, like, walking back, like, just, like, a dog or something, you know? And they prosthetic the face on, like, the back of his head, and, like, the way they did it was just amazing, but I recently have seen photos floating around on like Facebook or YouTube or all these things where they use footage from that movie extra and like trying mm. to get like, oh, alien caught on tape. And I'm sitting there like, wait a second, you know, cause not many people know that movie. So people are actually thinking, Oh wow, this is something, you know, and they caught and it's like, no, that's just from that movie extra. What are you guys talking about?
1: You know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Extra is a strange one, man. It's Very strange. But, it's good you know it's good if you can get past that uh weird dream sequence thing which is really drawn out and really the no place for it in the movie it's super strange but besides that everything else is cool you know
0: oh okay that's what's up yeah for my fifth spot like like we mentioned just now um uh, faculty was actually the movie that was tied up with my movie that i went over it um just because like Yeah, I like faculty, but I like this movie a little bit more. And that was a quiet place. Mm. I did like the John Krasinski movie, the at least the first one. The second one, not so much. Um, and I do like the fact that in the beginning of the film, it was mainly like told through like sign language. It was just like the sign language element.
2: That's the one where that little kid gets snatched up, right, for the rocket ship
0: yeah okay. yeah I always get yep. I always
2: get that movie confused with the other movie it's kind of like that what is it that came out recent around the same time too uh,
0: uh are you talking about bird box
2: no 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 it's like a dark uh dark something dark place or a quiet place and then it, it comes at dark.
0: oh uh oh wait it comes at night or something like that? Is it is it that werewolf well not no it wasn't I a werewolf fil- I film but it kind of had the same premise with like some kind yeah yeah of- it, it, was it yeah. like a movie with like this family and they were kind of like fighting with each other and they had like a guest and they had to, I forget, did they kill the guest or something like that? I, yeah, I I can't
2: remember, but for some, like, I don't know, I always get the names mixed up. But yeah, The Quiet Place, uh, yeah, I like that movie and it has that eardrum. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Yeah, yeah,
2: I thought that was, that was really cool. Um,
0: yeah, I thought that was a better I film. Never seen,
2: they did a second one, I don't think I've ever, I've never seen that one. Yeah, the second one it,
0: it wasn't as great because I feel like is it a continuation of the same family it, story? It's it's a continuation, but they also go in flashbacks, and the flashback kind of feels almost unnecessary because I guess in a way they're trying to bring back John Krasinski as a character and ah, so having a yeah, yeah. So yeah, I feel like that one literally fell short of like yeah, they're, amazement they're wanting- and interest, you know.
2: They wanted to get old boy another paycheck. So like, we we'll just have you acting these flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. Hey. But, but the
0: crazy thing is, like, he's literally the I can't believe I can't remember whether he's the writer or the producer. He's one of them. He's like, he he's, oh, so he's put himself
2: movie. in that shit. Yeah. yeah I give me some money. What you talking about? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and, yeah. and the wife in the movie is his actual wife in real life, Emily. Oh Bourne. what? Yeah. That's crazy. So it's like, I don't know why he had to feel like he had to insert himself in the second film. But the first film, it I feel like it was amazing because it was like, you know, the wife is pregnant, you're she's about to have a baby. And
2: you, then like the birth, dude, that was like so cracking. Yes. Cause you're like, dude, like I when I watch the movie, I always put myself in the, movie. you know, that's just who I am. You know? So when I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, dang you know like what would i do at that point as the father my woman's about to give birth and i got these create like dude then he's like goes underground he like has this whole thing Billy a like, gas mask the baby up and i'm like damn this dude this dude on it you know
0: <laughs> yep yep
2: dang. i mean well, what would he do i like, hit that baby with some nitrous
0: <laughs> right <laughs> was that like laughing gas because i like, yeah it was, yeah, I mean, it, it was it, kind it, of like a, a sleeping gas to put the yeah, baby yeah, yeah, so it had to it, damn,
2: right because i'm sitting there like dang does. You know, you get her some nitrous, like,
0: <laughs> night, baby. Like, I'm like, yo, should you would be doing that to the kid, like, calm yeah, down. But then, man.
2: but then I'm sitting there thinking, like, you're just going to do that for the rest of its life till it's old enough to understand not to cry. Because, you know, like the first two years, three years of that, oh, you,
0: man, you know, yes. yeah,
2: every single day is going to be a nonstop threat for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But that's and, like,
2: yeah, that's like just pure despair, you know, like being stuck in that, man. Damn. Yeah. them them finding out how to beat it and stuff i was like oh okay cool you know like hell yeah
0: yeah i think that's what makes it interesting too because it's like you're thinking to yourself like well this alien life form has been taking over that that planet or that town for like many years or many days i can't remember which one it is but it's like what do you do it had to have been
2: years right just because yeah Thing. i mean everything was overgrown it looked all you know like the city like the towns it looked kind of rugged and stuff so i imagine it had been like years since the, yeah it, it was, was it some
0: was- time it was definitely some time and it's like you gotta think to yourself like dang what are you gonna do to kind of like give birth to a child and also keep the child alive from these aliens who kill off a of sound only yeah dude it's, I love that insane. great escape plan
2: that they had with the fireworks up in the sky and all oh, that. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, hell yeah! He, has, I don't know how they set that up, but I was like, "Yo, that's sweet." Yep. And then they then they had to watch him get eaten. They're like driving away. Oh
0: man, yeah, I I felt for I felt for him at that point when he got killed and everything.
2: Yeah, and then like one thing that I was like kind of like like I'm like thinking like are the monsters territorials there's only like one in one area because there's no way that truck wasn't on riding down
1: that
2: gravel that's making sound you know what I'm saying you can hear a truck moving just Mm on the gravel and it's just driving away and I'm sitting there thinking like huh so there must only be like one in that area maybe they're territorial you know like that yeah there ain't no way it was just even if you don't have it on you know that truck moving down that road making a lot of sound
0: right (laughs) (laughs) right man but yeah, that's our five movies for that are dealing with aliens, everyone. So right now we're gonna move on to our final segment, which is the outro, which is the slasher corner. Why now get my way bitch. today.
2: Okay. Um, I have a film by one of my favorite directors, Yoshihiro Nashimura. Um, okay. You guys might know him from Tokyo Gore Police. That's his uh, most famous one. You know, he also worked on Machine Girl. And I bring you Mutant Girl Squad.
0: Okay, okay. This movie
2: is insane. Everything from butt chainsaws to nipple blade katanas.
1: <laughs> this
2: movie is off the hook. I've never seen anything like this. You know, like I love I love all this guy's film. I have a huge collection of his works, but this one right here is my fake. Um low budget, but the special effects, you know, Yoshihiro is a master of effects. You know, if you've seen Tokyo Gore Police, have you seen that?
0: I haven't seen that one.
2: Ah, uh, dude, if you like. All right. Uh Psycho Gorman, right,
0: mm-hmm. is
2: the Canadian American version of what Yoshihiro does.
0: Okay, okay. So
2: the guy who did PG uh looks up to Yoshihiro. Cause like if you watch Tokyo Gore Police or any of his films, Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein Girl, it's just like that. You know, like a Power Rangers for adults, you know just so over the top insane, but Tokyo Gore police definitely check that out. It's a great entry point for this man's work. Cause once you do, you'll be hooked. Cause there ain't nothing else in cinema like his work period. But Mew and girl squad, if you come across it, I
1: don't
2: know how easy it is to find,
1: but yeah. if you see it,
2: <laughs> definitely check it out because I promise you, you've never seen films made like this. They're hundred percent original, unique ideas in the, the special effects are insane. And in the level of comedy that he puts into these films, along with the monstrous creatures like Tokyo Gore Police, there's a girl whose bottom half is mm. an alligator jaw.
0: Oh, man, what? A, <laughs> a dude,
2: Insane. And yeah, uh, you know, you got dudes whose eyeballs are shotgun barrels that shoot flesh. Shot oh, for adults. Man,
0: that's crazy. It
2: is insane. And yeah, that's my uh recommendation. If you want to see something that is unlike anything you've ever seen, check out any of his movies. But make sure Tokyo Board Police and Mutant Girl Squad. All
0: right. Thank you for that. All right. So now we are about to close out the show. Thank you guys for joining us today. Enoch, if you want them to follow you, what are your social medias, bro? Enoch Mortis on everything yeah okay yep yeah i was
2: lucky enough to be able to pull that off
0: oh, yeah <laughs> you are definitely are. lucky <laughs> yeah yeah so that's on instagram twitter yep tiktok
2: tiktok the, yes
0: the, the man got a tiktok y'all i i couldn't yes, believe Riley it finally
2: <laughs> got a tiktok isn't that crazy <laughs> I was sleeping on it for so long i started making cool little videos so
0: yep, yeah yeah holla at me Yep. TikTok, YouTube. Yeah. And also on any streaming platform where it streams yes, music.
2: Yes. Yep. Spotify, Apple, um, even Amazon, everywhere.
0: Yep. Yep. So like, make sure to check them out, everyone.
2: Yeah. You might be able to find a bootleg at the, you know, bodega shop on the corner, you know. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. And if you guys want to follow me, make sure you follow me, Walter Doom on Instagram, the Walter Doom on TikTok. And Twitter, which I am not so lucky to have it as Walter Doom on everything. <laughs> Walter Doom Horror on, on, um not Instagram, but on YouTube. And Walter Doom everywhere else that involves streaming, which is Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just anywhere where you're streaming podcasts. You know, look for my name, Walter Doom. All right. And we are out. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About Horror. This is America. Don't let them catch you slipping now. Stay diabolical, people. Peace.